0: How do I do all of that without feeling like SpongeBob where he has eight hands and is exhausted?
1: Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning into SOS, a live call and help show with me, your host, Sonia Rasula. Over the past decade, I've run not one, but three million dollar businesses, including unique markets, which is probably what I'm best known for. And Forbes just named me the millionaire maker for my work helping founders and emerging new brands. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a small biz owner's biggest pain point to help them move forward and to help you and your business move forward. Get ready for some pretty hardcore real talk and tangible advice as I answer questions live in real time hashtag awkward. Listen, this podcast exists because most businesses won't make it to three years. And I've witnessed so many entrepreneurs and creatives fail because of tiny mistakes that could have been prevented. If I can make it, I know you can too. And I know that you can have long-term success. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made, So let me give you all the tea and all the shortcuts. Tune in weekly as I help business owners face their shit. Today's guest is Leslie Ramos, founder of Cositas PDX. She makes small batch, intricately detailed polymer clay earrings and other small treasures inspired by the colors, textures, and florals of Mexico. What started as a passion project has now turned into a flourishing full-time business. Leslie's business outgrew her daughter's playroom where she started, and she's just moved into a separate studio, but she's feeling doubt because she didn't go to school for business or marketing. She wants advice on how to present herself more professionally at this new level. Listen up for lots of tips on Instagram, imposter syndrome, and more.
0: Welcome. Tell us more about yourself. Hi, I'm Leslie Ramos. I'm the owner of Cositas PDX. Cositas is Spanish for little things. I named it Cositas so I don't limit myself to just polymer clay earrings. That's the bread and butter of what I do, but I didn't want to put myself in a box, but I make handmade, very detailed, small batch earrings. The detail of everything is really important to me.
1: Love it. And when she says very detailed, when I was watching some of the videos, I was like, oh my Lord, like, oh, it's hard to describe how small, because like a lot of people make clay earrings, clay jewelry. It became very popular during 2020. But yours are incredibly unique in that I think um, the bright colors and the fruit that you use, I think, speaks to probably your culture. The size that we're talking about, we're talking about tiny little lemons, tiny little guavas. Like, I mean, it's hard to describe. My guess is like they're the size of like a tiny, tiny baby fingernail.
0: <laughs> yes, that's the perfect way to describe it. I work with a, a needle and thank you. I receive that. That's very kind. I like to use the, if you've seen Toy Story 2, when the guy puts the little glasses on and he's stitching Woody together and painting him and detailing him. That's how I kind of see myself when I'm working.
1: Absolutely. It's not, I think when most people hear clay earrings, they are thinking of like, you know, an upside down U. They're thinking of things that have become very popular via social media and what have you, but that is not what you make. You make very specialized. And I like that you use the term small batch because I think that's a great way to describe it too. Okay. So you have recently left your full-time job.
0: Well, my full-time job was is still being a mother. My oldest is in kindergarten. So this has become... Now, we've done some parenting gymnastics and made it work to where this can be my full-time job now.
1: Okay, okay, perfect. So you are now able to concentrate and put the amount of time that it takes to grow a business and grow revenues. That's a new recent thing. So congrats and excited for you. Tell me what you think the biggest, most important question is to you. There were a few different questions you had. But what would be the crux of like where you are stuck right now?
0: How to present myself and cositas professionally. I want people to see them in a professional manner and in the light that I see them in. And I know that I need to pivot from Etsy to a website and social media and my pictures. That's why I'm excited that this is full-time now because I will have more time to figure out how to maybe outsource that. But the problem is, how do I do all of that without feeling like SpongeBob where he has eight hands and is exhausted? That's where my brain is at right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the scary thing is that I don't want to say it almost never gets better, but I want to keep things real in that even when you have figured out how to be efficient, you have um given some tasks that like you don't like or aren't great with to someone else to do, even when you do all that and the business is running perfectly, you still feel like SpongeBob. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, so that you feel better because really like that feeling that you probably feel right now, which is like, I'm always running, arms are in the air all the time, I'm juggling. I am going to be able to help you fix some of that. But as a successful business owner, 15 years in, I can honestly say that there are always things just when I think things are good, something happens. (laughs) So feel great about where you're at now, because you should feel great about it. And no matter where you go from here, you're still going to always have those same feelings of like, am I doing it right? Is there something that all these other people know that I don't know? So get rid of that. You are a business owner. You're doing it. You're doing the things. I receive that. (laughs) To get back to Instagram, which I think is one of the things you mentioned, and photography, which is I love that your gut already knows. You were like, I need to get off Etsy and I need to get a website. So I'm not even going to address that because you know it. Okay. You already know it. So I'm going to tell you, Etsy was amazing and is an amazing vehicle for a lot of people. To me, it is not professional. When you want to be considered as a professional business that is standalone, you don't want to stand with hundreds of thousands of other people in one place. It's a platform. So instead, people should be typing in your URL, going to your website, and not having the opportunity to click off to something else. Bingo. Now that I've said it, you're going to do it. So we don't even have to spend any time talking about it. Just do it soon.
0: (laughs) I did already like buy the cositas PDX, my URL. I think if you go to it, it's under construction. So that's exciting. And have you like gotten like a Shopify
1: store? Have you taken that extra step or no? Not yet. Okay. So I can tell you already, it's going to be much easier than you think. It is hard work and people never like to hear. They're like, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And I'm like, well, you actually have to do the work. Yeah. There's no magic pill. Um, but you've already written product descriptions. You've re- So like a lot of the stuff that other people are intimidated by, like you've already actually done because you did it on Etsy. So just go ahead and like, you know, the about copy that you might have about your company and things that you've already done, like you can just copy and paste into a new website pretty easily. So I would say, don't be intimidated. If you are going to start doing the circuit of markets for the holiday season, it's the first week of November. I know this sounds intimidating, but I would say, give yourself the goal of creating your website in the next seven days. Like, What is the point to go and interact with all these people and sell to them and get them excited about your brand and then have them go to a place that is then going to not exist anymore? And again, you know what? It can be as simple as a homepage. And if like, for instance, you use Shopify, which is very easy. And some people are like, oh, but I don't want to pay that monthly fee. It's so big. And I'm like, let me tell you, you're paying percentages with Etsy. And what people don't understand is it actually translates to almost the same amount. What people don't like is this upfront monthly fee. If you're smart, you'll just pay annual. Don't be cheap pay annual because then you get a discounted price, (laughs) pay the annual. And again, some people are like, let's say the annual is $1,200. Some people will be like, I don't have that $1,200. So, or I'm nervous about spending that $1,200, but it's going to save you like, let's say 30, 40%. That's a good business decision. You believe in yourself. You're going to be around in a year. So why wouldn't you just pay annual? Right. You're going to get your website up and running. And even if, The website basically just has like all about me, tells your story, gives a background of the brand, see photos of you and your great brand new studio in your office. And then it has a homepage that might have a few products or even it just says like the holiday season is here. I'm doing these markets, but the online shop, you can almost fake it. The online shop, will be closed for a couple of weeks while I'm getting ready for the holiday rush or put a spin on it. That sounds good, but it's like, then you don't have that pressure of in the next seven days being like, I have to put up every product, right? Give yourself a little bit more time to do that. But at least you've gotten the website up because I'm telling you, you should not start going to markets with an Etsy website. Do it with your new website. This is the best sales season. Yes. So don't, send people to a website that's not at the same level of you and your work and your company. So let's get that website done.
0: I started markets last November, and I started Etsy at the exact same time. Before that, it was all word of mouth or Instagram, mostly friends and friends of friends. So when I started doing markets, I would send people to my Instagram and Etsy. I never really saw much on Etsy. It was all through markets. And now that you're saying that, for me as a creative, my product is what's important. This is clicking for me right now that the website is something that I can have someone else help me with. I'm going to have someone else help me with that because what intimidates me is that how it will look and the process of it all. But like you said, a lot of that's already done. A lot of things just clicked in my mind and I'm very excited. (laughs) Yay. Okay, good. I'm excited to send people somewhere concrete online, right? Um, That's yours. Yes. Yes. I'm really excited. Okay, good. Because And now this
1: ties Instagram back into everything. If you have a Shopify store, you can connect the store to your Instagram account. So then suddenly, all of those product descriptions that you've written, all of that stuff, that's what when you're on people's accounts where you see shop, or that you see products, people can tap them and literally yes. go to the store. A little cart at the bottom of the picture. Yes. Yeah that's because they've said like, yes, connect my social or whatever it is. I don't know the logistics. Does Instagram take a cut or a percentage? I have no idea. I don't think so. They want all of us to stay on Instagram. So they're like, oh, there's so many small businesses out there. Let's connect them. So I would do that because then instantly people are able to purchase from you on Instagram too. The ease of that. That's a huge tip that like, I don't think enough people realize is like, and a lot of business owners that have Shopify accounts now, I go to their Instagrams and they're not connected. I'm like, I'm not understanding. You're walking away from sales. Like, (laughs) It might actually be free. So it's kind of like, wait a minute, there's this service that can connect my store and my products with other people already. Yes.
0: Somewhere where people are on and off most of the day. I mean, how many of us have bought something from that exact thing? Why not? Why can't it be my thing that they're purchasing?
1: Exactly. Okay. So I'm going to open your Instagram. I also know that you mentioned photography. And again, gut check is right on because your photography is going to be so much more amazing than what it is now. And that's not to say that you're not doing a great job. Like you are where you're at because you just started. You're a mom and we all have a thousand things going on. What it's going to become is exciting for me because that it's when people start taking photography seriously, it completely changes their brand and changes their sales completely. And it's not that we're getting away from like you being a small business or anything like that. People still see that you're a small business. You're still going to tell your story. But most of the earrings are shown using your hand. I think it's like a theme, right? It's become a theme for you and a safe space. But now is the time where you're like, hold on, my kid's now in kindergarten. I have a new office. I'm going to take this business to the next level. And so let me show you how to do that through photography because that really also is kind of the next jumping point for most brands. I will also say when I was stalking, your most popular photos, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but the photos that get the most likes. So that means it's the most popular. Now, it doesn't mean the most engagement necessarily. And engagement is actually what Instagram deems is the most important. So likes and more importantly, people who comment. Every time someone's comments, that is gold. And so you can like back, but because you are a small business owner and you have the time to do this right now, you should actually be commenting back to them every time. Right. Every photo that has you, and I'm not talking about your hands. I'm talking about photos of you and your smile. And like I've noticed that there is a trend here. It's so terrifying. It's interesting. You're terrified, yet people love seeing you. And so now I'm not saying that you have to be on the feed all the time. You don't have to do that. But even these photos of you, old photos of you at markets, like, so we're looking at a photo of her behind her table at a market. And it's a cute little setup. She's got all of her earrings and she's just beaming like a great big smile this has the most likes like it's interesting to me. And so there is something about the personal touch here. Like people like that about you. And so I wouldn't discount that, like pay attention to what people like people like to see you. So going to throw that out there. So I do think that every, like, you know, I consider a block of posts to be nine within every nine posts. There should be a photo of you, I think. And Clearly, they don't have to be professional because this is like you in your office, just smiling at the camera. like You know what I mean? But as the founder, there is an expectation that people see you because that's the thing that separates you from a big jewelry brand. Right. So it's well worth your time to hire a photographer to come shoot with you for two hours. And in that two hours, you have like four outfit changes. So you do half an hour in each outfit and you plan ahead. And so... Even if your hair is the exact same in all of the photos, it looks like these photos have been taken at different times and you have photos of you making jewelry. And that's one thing. You can get all of those types of photos. Then you have other photos of you posing. So these are more headshot portrait type photos. I can see this makes you anxious, but girl, let me tell you, professional photographers can do wonders. I don't like having photos of myself taken. I feel like I notice things about myself that I don't like no one else sees those photos and thinks those things. And if they do, like, who cares? I had to learn that. It's been 15 years. I would say it took me five years before I started understanding that I was an important part of the business and that I had to look professional too, not just the markets, but I had to. And I learned that from some more successful founders who were around me in LA. And I noticed, oh, this is interesting. They actually like, put fake eyelashes on for their photo shoots. I've never thought of that. Not that you have to do that, but it's like seeing other people take themselves seriously helped me understand. I need to represent who I think I could be, right? Even if I'm feeling insecure right now where I'm like, oh my God, it feels awkward to be like posing in front of a desk like this. A professional photographer will get all of these shots of you. And then suddenly you have so many photos that you can sprinkle on social media You've got professional photos. You can have like three different photos of you on your about page where it's like a photo of you that's a headshot, but then further down on the page, it's a bunch of photos of you making jewelry, right? Like these are important things that help tell the story of you and what you do. And you did it all in two hours. Like that's the secret that no one talks about. You have to think ahead and just capture a bunch of content and then you have it forever. Yes. This episode of SOS is brought to you by Constant Contact, an easy-to-use digital marketing platform designed specifically for small business owners like you. With Constant Contact, you can grow your list, send emails and text messages, manage your social accounts and events, and get more done in less time with our AI and automation tools. Constant Contact makes it easy to attract the right people, engage more customers, and grow your business all under one roof. And now, you can get up to 40% off the same email and digital marketing tools used by Sonia and the Unique Markets team for life. Head to constantcontact.com/unique to get started and access your lifetime discount. That's constantcontact.com/unique. Your earrings and your jewelry is so interesting. There's so much to look at. It's not just like the shapes and the patterns, but it's the color. I feel like culturally, color is super important. And so why are you shooting all of the things just on your hand?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think when I started doing it, it was a, a, like you said, a comfort thing. And I was like, well, it's a blank canvas. I stuck with it. It became familiar. Mm -hmm. But that's a good thing to break away from. Okay. So here's how you can do it. I'm going to take you through some
1: inspiration because this does not have to be hard. And for everyone listening, there's a piece of turquoise paper on the background and some slices of lemon, bright yellow, beautiful, bright yellow lemon slices, and then earrings. The earrings are shaped like, and I think are inspired by (laughs) slices of lemons, but with like fine jewelry. And this is like a high-end expensive line of jewelry. Doesn't matter. The thing to take away from this photo is the bright paper background. You can literally buy construction paper for kids artwork and like you just have it in the studio. The thing that's intriguing and like visually interesting to me is that it doesn't matter whether these were earrings that looked like lemons or not i'm already intrigued to see slices of lemons because it's like bringing something in that people don't normally see this to me is really really good product photography i can imagine a pair of your earrings in this photo and that's a great instagram i mean that this is a great photo this could be how easy it's not as fast as taking them on your hand but it's almost as fast it's like a piece of paper and then take photos of your jewelry This sounds crazy because it's so simple, but this will elevate your jewelry and it's intriguing and not a lot of people do it. I honestly can tell you there are probably 10 people that it took to make this photo and you're going to be able to do this by yourself.
0: And it's the same formula as you said, someone coming and helping me take pictures of me. It's the same formula. I can carve out X amount of hours to do this and not just wait until something is finished and do it one by one. Exactly.
1: I mean, it's matching. This is how everyone does it. And you don't really know this until you finally get to that point. And you can just buy rolls of colorful paper. And it is so simple. You can just, you just roll down the paper. There it is. It's so easy. So here's what this can look like. So we're looking at a photo of a cup of like a pair of watermelon earrings. And they were just shot, again, on a piece of purple background paper. The other interesting thing about this, if you want to get into like AI or, you know, if you want to get into like um, using Canva or something like that to help you, you can shoot a bunch of earrings. Literally, you could probably shoot 10 pairs in two minutes. You load those photos into something like Canva and they have this tool where you just click remove background. So it's going to cut the earrings away from whatever desk you took the photo of. And then you can put those earrings
0: on any colorful background. It could be stripes. It can be ombre. It can be whatever you want. I've used my hand because it's a plain background. And in my mind, I was a hairstylist for a long time. So that made sense because of contrast or what have you. But another thing as a stylist that I learned and tried to follow was that breaking the rules is okay. And I don't think I've been challenging myself to like break those rules with clay yet because I still feel so new. Right. I need to let myself do that.
1: Yeah. Because your, your work is phenomenal. Don't think of yourself as new. Don't think of yourself as like just starting out or an amateur. You make amazing jewelry that people should buy. Thank you. That's it. So here's another photo of cut out shapes from paper. This feels very like what your kid could be doing in kindergarten. Honestly, (laughs) you're starting to learn like how to cut things and like, but this is a great photo. It's a pair of banana earrings with literal pieces of paper cut out into shapes of leaves. This is a great product photo. Simple, easy. Can you imagine all you have to do is move the leaves around to different positions to shoot different earrings? And then not only do you have all of those still photos. For Instagram posts, but you could then take all of those photos and make them a video. And it just like flashes through and like all the leaves are moving, you know? Yes. And then this is the last one. This is much more subdued. The style of photography is not colorful. You don't have to be colorful all the time. Although I do think it is your brand. So I think it's very on brand, but the reason I'm showing this photo and for everyone listening, it's a pair of earrings sitting on a plate. And between the camera and the plate is some sort of like floral fauna, like there's something that is out of focus, but it really creates this warmth and a mood. And to me, I instantly was like, okay, a plate, your earrings and like marigolds or a a flower that is very culturally representative. I can already picture this. So you're going to make it happen. It's just so right here. Behind you, you've got like four plants. I mean, you have everything in your office already. I, I always love to tell people like, you have everything you need. And everyone's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, well, think about it because trust me, you do. You have everything you already need. Yes. Rock what you got. This is a photo of someone taking a picture of jewelry and it just shows how like DIY, they've taken a piece of masking tape and taped a piece of paper to the wall so that it looks like a flat, you know, background. They then have a piece of styrofoam on the bottom to add some texture probably. And then they have another piece of paper cut out with a necklace hanging. And like the thing about this, and you see the person's hands and the phone. I show you this photo because it's showing the behind the scenes of what it really takes. And it's, this is simple. It's a piece of jewelry, masking tape, and some gray paper. And it just shows you do not have to spend a lot of money on fancy photo shoots for your products. You can just do this all at home. I just wanted to inspire you here. You succeeded. I love it. Yay. And now that I've shown you what it could be, I'm going back to your Instagram And I really encourage people listening to go to at Cositas PDX, which is C-O-S-I-T-A-S PDX. And there's a reason for this because once you see the intricacy in the jewelry, you will understand it's a green pair of earrings, kind of in the shape of like a giant elephant leaf. The number of pieces of clay that it took you and then, you know, to roll out. So there's checkerboard. There's little swirls there. I mean, it's mind blowing the detail in these earrings. I do love that you connected it with the big leaves behind in the background, but your hand still in this photo. So to take this photo to the next level, these would actually just be like pinned or if you don't want to hurt the plant, instead of pinning it through the plant, you know, you can use fake leaves or you get a real leaf figure out how you can get those earrings to lay on that leaf perfectly. And that's the photo.
0: I accept that challenge. I'm very excited.
1: Okay, good. There is a photo that I found when I was looking through. So it's this traditional plate and then the inspired by jewelry. So freaking cute. By the way, I want you to reshoot this jewelry in the middle of the plate. And instead of being like straight on, Think back to that photo where there was something in the foreground. So the camera is focused on the jewelry and the plate, but you don't have to see the whole plate to understand what you're doing. You can also get the lens of the camera really close to the jewelry, and instead of being on top of it, shoot this way so it's more diagonal, and you can do some cool depth of field stuff, even just with your iPhone. Yeah, and I love it. This ties in the culture, the jewelry. So I just want to see more of this. I love it. Thanks. Okay. I can do that. I think that's a popular thing here. I can do these things. You absolutely can. So I think like for me, the overall takeaway is that for you to get to the next level, we know you need a new website. You're going to do that immediately. And I think you start altering what is on your Instagram in that the photos appear more professional, even though it's you at home. For all we know, it's literally a plate on your counter, right? No one needs to know what's happening behind the camera. No one knows. No one cares. You're going to start doing these kind of more what bigger brands would consider professional product photography, and it's going to look amazing because you can use hot pink, you can use bright yellows. I mean, you can just get a few rolls of paper, and you're going to use them over and over and over again because there's kind of like color themes that I see through your jewelry over and over again. And then your feed will actually look consistent. It is consistent right now with your hand, but now it'll be more consistent with like colors. The colors and me. Yes, that is gonna be huge for you, is just changing that. And then once you get your Shopify store up, connecting them, I think is gonna be huge for you too. Because when you make those connections with people at the market and they start following you oh, wow, I can actually purchase this pair of earrings right here, right now. That's where things are going. Yeah. The only other thing I was going to say was you had actually said in your your application when you were like answering the questions, I thought it was really interesting that you said like, how do I find the confidence because I don't have like a marketing degree or a business degree? That's my biggest... uh... Insecurity. It like broke my heart when I read that because I was just like, oh I think a lot of people who go to school or don't go to school for one thing and then discover a passion and do something else, they struggle with this imposter syndrome of being like, Well, I never went to marketing school. So like, how do I know what I'm doing? And the thing that I think is always so funny is that like people who went to marketing school don't know what they're doing, honestly. I've worked with a lot of marketing agents and sometimes I'm like, how does this person have a job? So the takeaway for everyone listening is that no one knows what the they're doing. You literally just have to do it. And that is the difference between the people who appear to be doing things and those who don't. It's that you actually did the thing. Most people have ideas and they sit there and they dream about it and they think about it, but they don't take that leap. You already took the leap. So like you don't have to worry about like I'm not sure if I'm doing this right or not because even people that went to business school and like trust me on this I'm surrounded by a lot of people that went to business school. First of all, they spend a ton of money and have a ton of debt. Second of all, none of them know how to be hands-on. That's something you cannot teach. People either know how to hustle or they don't. I see small business owners and they make it. And the reason why they make it is because it's the only thing that they know. So they're like, I've got to do this. I've got to figure it out. And I'm going to just keep going. People who go to business school, people that have degrees in this, that, and the other, what they're good at is books and taking tests. That doesn't run a business. It's funny that we all go to school and we're judged on like test taking because it's like at the end of the day, I don't care if you got an A or a D or an F, I want to know, like, can you do the dirty work of learning how to take photos, finding someone who can help you build a website? These are things that small business owners understand because it's like your livelihood. And that's, in my opinion, unmatched. I believe school doesn't matter. School helps. It can help guide you. It can help form who you become as an adult. But that piece of like, education of like thinking that you missed out on an education. It's not important. I don't have a college degree. It's never been important at both. My parents are academics by the way. So it is a little funny. I don't have one and it's never gotten in the way. Almost every single million dollar, we're talking million dollar founders that I know personally, none of them went to school for business, not
0: one. You know, it's a very big multi, it's like a multi-layered onion, this whole topic, because I'm first generation American. My parents are immigrants and they're business owners. With those two things, it was always, Mija, you have to go to school so you can keep moving forward. That's why we came to this country, so you can have a better life. And there's that guilt from that and also just like, well, damn, I did end up here being a small business owner and I didn't take that advice But at the same time, I'm trying to teach, you know, let myself accept that that isn't necessary. Like they are very successful and they, my dad didn't even go to seventh grade type of thing. And he's the most successful business person I know. It's just a smidgen biased, right? But thank you for that. That's something I really need to fully accept so I can keep moving forward and up. Yeah. And also, because
1: I know kids of immigrants have this like pressure that is created. My mom never created that pressure for me, even though she came from Hong Kong. I mean, her parents were hardcore. My grandparents, like you had to get all A's and you had to get full scholarships. That was the thing. But because of that, I think she then was like, let's let our kids like breathe a little, but there's still that guilt of like expectation that I think we all deal with and like I know I am the weirdo in the family and I'm fully embrace that. So that's why I have no qualms with it, but like the smart thing to do is to like get a job with a pension and have and a 401k and like all of these things and you work hard and you'll reap those rewards. That's the thing that, that everyone's supposed to do. And I'm the one in the family that has not done that, so that's fine. The interesting thing in your story, they're going to see themselves in you but I think it's going to be a point of pride. I hope so. I know. Yes. I I know. I can tell obviously because I see you that like, there's a lot of emotion tied up in embracing who you are and what you're doing and who you want to be. And sometimes it's not even other people who you think are putting these expectations on. It's, it's you Thinking that other people have these expectations, or do you thinking like, am I doing the right thing? Should I have taken over my dad's restaurant? But I guarantee you, asked him. This is the thing: you're doing what you were supposed. You are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. That's how the universe works. So I guarantee yes. you, you know, th- like they see the jewelry, and it's going to be like, wow, that like she's doing this because of the path we created for her, and because she's strong enough to choose that path, to choose her own path. That's
0: the best thing anyone could ask for, I think. I agree. My dad just came to visit recently. It was before I switched my office. My office used to be in my kid's playroom. It was a corner of my kid's playroom. So you can just imagine the chaos, but (laughs) he saw it and he's like, you're really doing this. You're really out here taking orders and printing them on those official stickers and taking that. This is amazing. I'm like, thanks, dad. That means so much. Like, I don't know. It's cool seeing them and actually hearing them and feeling like that they do see it and recognize it and understand that this is real.
1: Uh, Yay, you. Yay, me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, you've got a huge to-do list few things to do yes (laughs) things to do but you know what you're gonna make it happen and you know if you need to call a friend get a good friend to come over and help you with like i need you to cut paper or i need you to just like set things up and move things while i'm ready with the camera like whatever you need to do to get it done i'm confident you're gonna do it today's top takeaways are number one Set up a stand-alone website as soon as possible to present your brand professionally. On Etsy, you're competing with hundreds of thousands of others in the same place. Remember that it may seem intimidating to start from scratch, but you've likely already done a lot of the work. You can copy and paste your product descriptions that you've already written. And remember that upfront monthly fees from website builders will end up being probably about the same as the percentages that Etsy takes. And your website platform can be connected easily for more efficiency with social media accounts, email marketing platforms, sales apps, and more. Number two, your photography can make or break your brand. A professional-looking photo shoot does not need to be expensive. You can use inexpensive materials such as construction paper and other craft supplies as backdrops. And think ahead and photograph products in batches to save time. And number three, no matter what stage your business is at, you will always have the same feelings that other people know something you don't. Even people with a degree in business, marketing, etc. don't know what they're doing all the time. Remember, there are some things that you just can't teach in school, like how to think quickly on your feet or have a great work ethic. So I personally always believe in the school of hustle. The only person you need validation from is yourself. If you love what you're doing, keep doing it if SOS has helped your business, I would love to hear from you. The best thing you can do to help spread the word is give us a five, that's right, five-star rating, and remember to leave a review, which helps the algorithm bump us up in the charts. Also, remember to tell your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Sonia Rasula. That's s o n j a r a s u l a and you can follow my business at unique markets if you're listening on apple podcasts make sure to subscribe and if you're listening on spotify make sure to follow and thanks so much for listening